the injudicious ramblings of Andre and Gary. And we're in. As, as Andre types away with his thumbs. He instantly sends off. His uh, stupid thumbs. <laughs> Your thumbs are stupid, Andre. <laughs> Listen, my thumbs will not stand for these. <laughs> yeah, you want to do thumb wars? <laughs> One, two, three, war! I I'll, declare a thumb war! I don't know why my thumb is provoking an exciting comment when there is so much news, Gary, with these presidential Republican candidates. There, there is a fodder galore. Where do we, where do we start? Do, do we start with people cheering Rick Perry and his unequaled record of hanging? Over 243 people. Or or do we, we start with Ron Paul, uh, his campaign manager from 08, oh my dying. Listen, by the way, the point out, now this was all over. And leaving $400,000 in debt. This is all over liberal news, right? This is one point I did not hear anybody make was one. First thing, didn't some, wouldn't somebody have had to feed Wolf Blitzer that question? Because it was the exact situation no. Uh, that, with Ron Paul's um, campaign manager from 2008, right? Yeah, yeah. He he died. He he got uh, pneumonia. It mm-hmm. became complicated. Mm-hmm. He couldn't get. He was uninsurable, so he, that it, he, it differed there slightly. Right. But then again, then again, what do you mean by he couldn't get? Because I assume those campaign managers don't make chicken feed. Yeah, he he probably could have paid so, a, a very pretty penny. Right, but so he made a choice. Yes. It effectively was a choice. Right, and well, and he was no longer campaign manager. <laughs> well, because that was the 08 campaign. Right, when he died like a year later, right? Was it? Was it there? He Is died wrong later, yeah. right after the campaign. But okay. I'm saying, but but the treatment would have been built over time, right? You know, right. it was over a period of time that that bill was accumulated. That bill was accumulated, and the lack of insurance. But it was stated that as a fact, Ron Paul does not offer insurance to his employees. Of course, yeah. His, uh, because people should be responsible enough For to be sex. rich enough yes. to purchase their own insurance. That is your responsibility to be flush with cash, right. so you could buy your own insurance. So you know. Now I want to say, to be fair, it was a couple voices that shouted out, "Let him die!" Let him die. And some there was a smattering of applause. I just want to. I want one thing I dislike is I dislike intensely when people on both sides they don't give you the full picture. So we have to say it was not a thunderous roar of applause throughout no. the auditorium, right? It was a smattering of applause, and it was a few voices. I would say something like Couple eight, of zealots. Like seven or eight people, and then maybe about maybe I would say about fifty more people applauded him. But the, 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 I would think the egregious thing was that none of the Republican candidates stood up and. Refute, you know, told them what the fuck are you all doing? Yep, that you know? is true. And then, and then Michelle Bachman with her um, anti-vaccine, anti-science rant. Okay. Uh, well, that was not during the debate. It was after the debate, but she got on to on to Perry yeah. for for pushing the HPV yeah, vaccine and, and claimed that it, it gave um because of the HPV. HPV vaccine. Somebody, one, some kid became mentally retarded. Some lady came up to, to her. her yes. No one knows who this person is. No one's been able to find it's it. It's a clearly lie. a lie from the pit of hell. And talking about lies from the pit of hell. Um, oh, on alternate, on alternate.org. Ten signs that God is furious with the right. <laughs> 
Because apparently, you know, why should the, you know why should Pat Robinson and the and Michelle Bachman and the control you know interpret have sole interpretation over hurricanes and natural disasters? Right, right. Me. So let's. So we. Uh, so this person on alternate, you know, decided to to give them a little bit of their own medicine. Paul Rosenberg. So one thing, God is furious to the right for bearing false witness. Namely, saying things like Obama was born is a Kenyan, he's a Muslim, yeah. he's a socialist, he's a Marxist, he's a fascist, he hates white people, and he hangs over terrorists, and it goes on and on. <laughs> so God is upset with the Republicans for bearing false witness. He says God is also upset with the Republicans, reason number two, for ignoring the separation of church and state. I don't know... I don't know about that because I mean this is God's country. But 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 Jesus did nobody said nobody say he said Jesus did say render unto Caesar that which is Caesar's and unto God those things are God and Jesus was actually talking. The writer notes that he was criticizing people who who didn't want to pay tax. Have you heard? It's amazing. I have never. That's the first place I've really heard bring up this scripture that we all know, right? These people actually did not want to pay tax, like some of our friends on the Republican side. I'm surprised no one's no one big has brought that up ever, right? This is what I'm saying. I have never <laughs> seen this before. I think this is a good talking point. But, no, he's he's going. Yeah, but he's reaching deep in the Bible. There, I mean, yeah. that can't possibly yeah, it be in the Gospels. This is not surface Bible. This yeah, is not he's he's, he's doing he's doing some some weird. Uh, interpretation that you know that's that's he was obviously talking about uh photoshop and rendering in photoshop yeah that's what he's talking about that's what that's what jesus was very prescient (laughs) but he should be he's he's omnipotent yeah omniscient yeah so he he obviously in in that thing he he obviously got a little bit uh out of sorts with his timeline he was was, now he's like you know what 2010 I'm in zero BC. That's right. <laughs> and he said he said BC because he knew that's he how knew. we were gonna yeah. that, do that name and system. <laughs> so you know, okay. So number three, which I love, oh my God, from the Bible, Exodus twenty-two verse twenty-one: Thou shalt neither vex a stranger nor oppress him, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. The writer quoting the Bible to say that God is angry with the GOP because of their nativist views and a rush of anti-immigrant laws. Okay, well that's... See, Republicans aren't vexing them. They're beating them and killing them. That's completely different. Which puts it beyond beyond anger. I mean, that's a very specific... Vexing is a very specific thing. That is true. And they're putting them beyond anger. That that is their spin upon it. You know what? If you're dead, you can't be angry. That's right. Right. See, they're just they're just helping them. We they're de- helping them into the great beyond. We deliver you to God. Yeah. You, that much quicker. Like when I was younger, I would. Uh, I know. Did I mention this before? That when I was younger, when I was living, you no, know, I had a particularly good run. You know, Jesus Christ was my Lord and Savior. I hadn't sinned, namely masturbate. Oh. Right. I hadn't sinned within the last two hours. I was like, God, I should wish I could die now because I would go to heaven. Right, because you know that's what they would tell us. Like, you gotta be pure. You can't have sin. And I was like, I was like, God, of course, I wish no I could... one has, no one's pure. So I wish I could die now. <laughs> and then I'd go and masturbate, and yeah, it. I, I, I've actually like been masturbating when I was at that age. I was like, oh my God, I hope God doesn't come now. Yeah, you know, you know, uh, Father Guido Sarducci, the the comedian, has has a bit about 
about paying for sin. Like if you if you sin, mm-hmm. then you know, like murder is like five hundred dollars or a thousand dollars. Well, yes. And so every day you get paid. You get paid like minimum wage every day. So for you know, if you murder someone, you have to work like fifteen twenty years to to pay off that sin. But like masturbation is like twenty five or thirty five cents, right? Oh and so he he has these nightmares where he goes up to heaven, and and they're doing the tally, and he's like thirty five cents short. <laughs> so they have to come out ahead to get into heaven. <laughs> he's ten cents short. I know I shouldn't have masturbated that time. That one masturbation session. You still you still you still have time. Just go one day. What? It's too much to ask. It's too much. But the problem is we don't know what the minimum wage is either. I mean, it may be 1970s minimum wage. It was like a dollar ten. Right. Because, in, as I said, Jesus obviously isn't but, ready up with the time. So he might be using inflationary inflation from like Right. 19, maybe maybe the wages of goods stay constant, no inflation, whereas the wages <laughs> of sin just keep going <laughs> We're up and up. Yeah, I don't think the wages are good. I, uh, that is, dude, that is so astute to have that is, you can make a T-shirt or that. Do the wages of goods stay constant? The wages of sin keep inflating. <laughs> okay, but is the other way? Listen, listen. Is the wages of sin? Yeah, no, because the wages of sin become more expensive against you, right? Okay, okay. So yeah, is it? yeah. Good, good. Hardly pays at all. That's something I don't because you're still getting the goods still get persecuted. Like, did you hear this idiot, um, Perry? When when he said, um. Perry, I've when heard that name when before. When they're talking about climate change, <laughs> and he said even Galileo was given a rough time for a while. Oh, yeah, totally, totally Oh, my God. So stupid, right? That you're making your, the point for the other side. Yeah. Like, if you just leave them and let them argue, they'll make... Oh, my you know, God. They're very good at own goals. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Oh, my He's God. such a moron. Okay, so number four, the reason why God is angry with the right... Predatory lending. The really? industry and all who enable them. The Bible says, Exodus 22 25, if you lend money to one of my people among you who is needy, do not be like a money lender. Charge him no interest. Right. The writer says, uh huh. Now, now, we, have, now we, we do have a small problem because these are evangelicals that we're talking about uh, that are currently running. So they don't care about the Old Testament, except for the parts that they do care about, which would mainly be the ones against homosexuality. Yeah. And, the Ten Commandments, and yeah. pretty much, and Sodom and Gomorrah. That's a big so, thing I mean, with right. them. Right. They but, do like Adam and Eve, creationism, huge for them. They ha- yeah. got to have... You got, right. That, Absolutely. You know, that is important. Yep. In young uh, earth creationism, I think. I don't think old earth can actually can actually fly with, with the evangelicals. No, no, it isn't. I don't think my mother thinks the world is um, ten million, uh, five hundred no. billion years old. Yeah, three point two billion. No, no, she's. I think she's pretty much six thousand or thereaboutish. Yeah. So, so six to ten thousand, as they say. Right. Yeah. No, no. no so the writer makes the point. Naturally, the whole of capitalism is built on ignoring a broad reading of this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, "Predator." He says about predatory lending is a particularly egregious form of defiance. It's proved rather costly to our country as well. Which is an understatement, right? Fortunately, the IMF isn't uh, a Christian organization. It's very secular. Yeah, even though it's well populated <laughs> with a lot of the Christian, right? I'm pretty sure Wolfowitz and they would claim to be a Christian. Quite possibly. Oh, is he a Jew? Maybe? No, no. It no, sounds more like I'll... a Jewish name. 
Okay, so the GOP, number five thing God is like, <laughs> the GOP for its contempt for the poor. And for more than half a century, the Democrat, the GOP has attacked Democrats and liberals for their concern for the poor. And we don't need to go into the... In fact, right now, the both sides, this is one reason I despise Barack Obama. The, because the messenger, he consistently uses the messaging of the Republicans. Do you hear anybody mention the poor again in in debates or in Congress, or in presidential debates? Do you, they do not mention the poor. Only as middle class, middle class, Mi- middle, middle class, middle class, and the and the wealthy is what we talk about. Now, effectively, the middle class is the poor, and we're doing more and more. While ironically, we're doing more and more to increase the ranks of the poor and to you know to narrow the ranks of the middle class, right? But they, but they, nobody will talk about the poor because it is not acceptable in the political climate to mention the poor, right? Right? Because it's dangerous. Because you know, obviously, still more well. The poor, the poor don't contribute except everything that they own. Which is not, <laughs> which is not much compared to. Hey, but but you know, a little bit of kudos to Barack Obama trying to trying to push through or at least bring to. Um, What's the word? Just to present, saying, hey, maybe the rich should pay as much of a percentage as the middle class do. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. That might actually help reduce this um, alleged deficit well, that's going on about. Well, I don't think um, raising more money would reduce the deficit, Gary. No, you're right. It Actually, we have to just cut. We have to stop everything. Yeah, I don't think I that agree. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I don't Bake I, sales. The, you know what? Congress needs a bake sale. Or like, like as Ron Paul says, you need to ask the church to take care. Right. Of, I do know, but this is why I want to understand them. First, I, that's why I love history. Thank goodness for faith healing. Well, I don't even know if he was talking about faith healing. I just don't think he was talking about collecting money. No. Yeah, which is the primary um, purpose of all churches, it seems. But well, this is why I want to say, why does nobody ever bring up history in this debate. I just because wanna ask, they don't know history. No, no, no. I just want to say, Ron Paul, so when in the history of a man, when you all, in America, when you all claim that the charities and they took care of people, because you always say we should go back to the days when the churches took care. Could you really give me some concrete, and don't know, and don't give me broad generalities. Could you show, give me a time. I can give you a specific time when the church took care of people. Of everybody. Of everybody. And nobody slipped through the cracks. And yeah, I'm talking about much. everybody, the slaves and the Indians and everybody. Yeah, pretty much. It was Spain, 15, <laughs> they did, 13. They did take care of everybody. <laughs> Something like that. They took care of everybody all right. <laughs> Cardinal Ruscio. Nice ra- and they were so concerned about, you know, one thing I like about them in that time, they, they were concerned about people's... Um, souls. Yeah, no, no, not just souls. But even your, 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 your posture. Yeah. Because if you walked and you were slightly hunched over, they would put you on a rack, and they would stretch you and try, you know. See that ch- chiropractic? That's man. what I'm saying. That is, church was a wonderful institution. Yeah. When they weren't, you know, standing hard on Galileo's neck. And right, and and then they and then they had, um, you know, for people with high blood pressure, they put them in little spikes and stuff. You see? It's good. Yeah. A little, little bit of bloodletting. Yeah. Right. They, did, they didn't know that that was necessarily the best thing. But yeah. at that time, that was current technology. Right, absolutely. So, you know, 
Oh, we could move. Talk, while you're talking about the GOP um, presidential field, um, they're, they're liar, uh, the David Korn, um, who writes for Mother Jones, I think, um, was giving an account of the GOP candidates and saying how many falsehoods have been um, uttering. And he was saying... Um, the at uh, the, uh, the debates one of the you last mean, you debates. mean after I'm so happy to be here <laughs> yeah from from them I don't even know if some of them that might be a lie for some of them I don't sure I don't is. think um what was his name what why is this why is um this dude still there Newt Gingrich why is he still there I don't know because I think I think the other other people are going to have small political accidents and he's going to be the last one left oh that, is that his plan is that also the plan for Herman Cain <laughs> Because, I mean, there's Ooh. no chance of Herman Cain winning. Like, zero. Yeah. And I'm not talking about because he's black or whatever. I'm just talking about like current statistics. Right. You're polling at, 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 you have no chance. Rick Santorum, you have no chance. Why are you also there wasting your campaign money? Well, because some people don't realize. <laughs> is, that, is that a reason? Or, may, or maybe, you know, you know, in some, in some ways they... Might be a little bit more sane than the current front runners. Granted, Bachman, they're hoping they're they're hoping that I mean Perry keeps on getting dinged by pretty much everybody. Yeah, everybody because yeah, was... yeah. But the dude's fucking made of Teflon. Yeah, he's more more so than Clinton ever was. He, he, Perry, I don't know what either that is. Yeah, either that or he has no clue and he's like, the charm of the stupid though. Yeah, and which and most of the um I. The, mo- the thing is, political commentators, especially on the left, are always much more intelligent than the general populace. We overestimate how intelligent ordinary people are, and how logical. Oh, how- I think I think we overestimate the how, how logical they are. I, I mean, yeah, you you certainly over overestimate people's intelligence. I don't. And that's why I'm never <laughs> disappointed. But you keep on, as, you know. I don't yeah, know. I know. You I, I, keep on assuming that people are intelligent. People are not intelligent even, and kind, and want to help me out. The yeah. majority of people, they're not even kind. I, there's a much higher percentage of kind people, people willing to help you out, than they are intelligent people. Much higher percentage, you know. So people identify with somebody like them. That is why Bush goes over. That's why Sarah Palin goes over big. Yeah. That's why because they like people stupider than them or. Just as 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 intelligent as they are, I uh, guess right? so, uh, uh, that may be the. I mean, because I know like my parents like the, that is why Romney like Romney kind of rubs some of them the wrong way. Don't forget the forget the Massachusetts care and Romney care whatever. He rubs them the wrong way, and he has for years because he seems to be more urbane and mm. slightly more sophisticated, a little more intelligent. Uh, to me, that's why you know he gets a sort of a he gets sort of a cold shoulder. It's among other things, but that is one big reason he gets a cold shoulder. He, yeah. You know, Romney does not... Michelle Bachman could identify with them because she's clearly not... She is... She, You know, you can't say that she is aggressively intelligent and stuff like that. You can't say that she is. She, I, no, I'm no. not saying she mightn't be, but on the surface, you can't say that. You can't look at her and say, this is a smart woman. No. No. I saw an interview with her the other day and... I couldn't watch the interview. Yeah. I mean, I could I could listen to the interview, even though the stuff that she was spewing out. She, I don't know that she ever answers a question. Oh no, she doesn't. But but she sits and she blinks. It's almost like she, someone's talking to her the entire time. Well, 
as like she's channeling uh, somebody's God. telling her what I wouldn't Holy say Spirit God, is, but Holy Spirit is what I would say. But certainly her campaign manager. I guess her campaign manager is God. Um, but say, but she keeps blinking as and, and it is really distressing. Yeah, that is really yes. I think that's some <laughs> you know has some sort of hypnotoad kind of thing going on there because she does give you the good eye velocity of the blinking. Yeah, I know, and, and and it's not like she's half eyelid blinking. It's like the entire yeah. eye opens. She's a robot. Yeah. 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 And she never, that is true, she never answers a question. Like, no. where are moderator to be like, listen, this haven't said all of that, all of those words, Miss Backman, could you please answer the question I asked you? And then she'd go, and, and I would sit and wait until I got an answer. And well, I wonder if it, people think that she's really intelligent because Oh well, I understood her answer. She totally answered the question. It's like no, answering some a question that you were asked three weeks ago, now that sounds kind of like the question you were asked, like what color dress would you wear at the inauguration? And then you're talking about uh, kids in their pants. Like close enough, Michelle. Close enough. <laughs> yeah, this is this is as close as you've gotten to an answer in your career. We'll take it. All right. All right. Yeah, at least she was talking about fabric. <laughs> yeah, you see, that's what I'm saying. You gotta take, you gotta take it, you gotta take what you can get. Granted, it was the uh, her uh, grasp on the fabric of her sanity, but <laughs> but we'll take it. Right, but but that's the thing. But Bachman is undoubtedly more intelligent than Palin, but she's not intelligent enough to be like Hillary Clinton intelligent. No. So you know, or I, even Condoleezza Rice intelligent. Okay, Condoleezza Rice intelligent. I mean, clearly. I, I don't know how you know how she could align herself with that pit of vipers be, and be intelligent still. So she has to be absolutely self-loathing and self-hating and incredibly. I was the word I'm looking for. Incredibly, incredibly venal of a person. Incredibly selfish. You know. Well, okay. Think, think back to okay. Bush, Bush the younger. Um, he was basically a puppet government. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bush Sr. was sort of, and Reagan didn't know what was going on oh, his second term. Please. So it seems like the it's, there's a big rift in that the 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 people who are promoted by the GOP in the last few decades mm-hmm. seem to be shills or good-looking shills, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, we will win. I guess. Well, I guess it was the Kennedy Kennedy. Um, Nixon debates. You know, Nixon just didn't look good at all. Right. And he's not, like, the best-looking guy anyway. So Kennedy totally beat him. Mm-hmm. So that was the first Democrat. And then the Republicans said, oh, well, we got to put someone good-looking good up against him. Right? And so now it's all... It's, it's kind of like pop music. You know, they can't sing. They can dance. Uh, but there's a, someone behind them pulling a, their strings. Yeah, with an auto-tuner. Yeah, yeah. someone with an auto-tuner <laughs> getting some good work in. You know, that was... That 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 undoubtedly is true. So and once so you get somebody who's personable and somebody who's personable to a large populace is a stupid person. Who that 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 is the core crux of the matter is that they want stupid people on that well, side. Well, certainly on the GOP because yeah. I mean you had them the, the uh, people on the. State Board of Education, you know, someone's got to stand up to the experts and the people, you know, you can't trust all these elite people. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Actually, you need to trust the elite people because I'd rather have an elite dentist or an elite doctor treating me than some guy of who just course. barely can. You, you want to elite anything. 
you know, by the way, did you hear um, Ron Paul's assessment? I don't know who asked him the question, but it's also been around all the liberal um, talk shows and blogs. When they asked Ron Paul, excuse me, sorry, this wasn't a direct question, but Ron Paul went into a little bit of a, um analysis of why the Muslims attacked us. Not the, sorry, oh Lord, forgive me for saying that, not the Muslims. Why we were attacked on 9-11. Yeah. And he said, first thing, to, to paraphrase, it's not because they hate our way of life. It's a, he says that's a stupid thing. That's dangerous thinking. He says that the United States has bases all around the world. And, he, and, and Ben Laden and they were recorded and written as saying that we were occupying land. He said, because we have been treating the, Palestin- the, um, the Palestinians, we supported Israel right. in order to treat the Palestinians, and because well, so yeah, we occupy the Holy Land, and because we have subject subjugated the um, the people in, in that side of the world for decades, and he says that is why. And of course, the crowd is booing. He says, he said, would you, if China, if somebody came and occupied America, let's say China, what would you do? Right? How would you respond? And the crowd clapped for that. But then when he made the point about Ben Laden and why Ben Laden attacked, right. they started but, booing. But but that's I mean that's been that well known. That's but of course it's well known. And I would assume. Well, what I want to ask one: Do the GOP candidates recognize that most of them? No. I would say Romney probably does. Right? Yeah. Maybe. But Huntsman probably certainly. Huntsman, I would say yeah. certainly. But they, of course they're not going to deviate from the policy of no. military. Um, well, well, Perry empire. and Bachman aren't going to. It, but do they even understand that? Do you think that, or you think they're so insular and they're so you know so this American exceptionalism and that we are the only people who matter and nobody else matters? So, you know. Oh, I, I, it's definitely, definitely, no one else matters. Okay. I mean, it, I mean, just on on even a personal basis, yeah. they they've, oh, they've got course, that true, going on. True, so true. anyone outsider, hell, if people inside the borders don't matter, why do you think people that with a different true. color skin that matter? That is true. So why yes, why should you be upset because my bases are in your land and I am starving your people yeah. and I'm overthrowing your government? Why should you be upset? Well, no, because we're protecting them. We we are the police dog of the world or something. Watchdog, policemen, we're. It, we'll, we'll bomb the shit and out of you. People, Be good. People sincerely believe this thing about believing that I, I was making this point here that all country, all men are people. To me, people are evil. We all human beings are evil, and they act in self-interest, right? Um, that doesn't make them. That doesn't make them evil. Yeah. That just makes them selfish. I'm just going to say evil. I'm going to equate selfish and evil. Uh, There's okay. no good outcome okay, from just, being selfish. Just, yeah. Okay. Just conflate them. Yeah. I'm going to conflate them. Okay. Done. So, yeah, people are. And I was saying, I and any country would do this, and black people would do it, and white people would do it, and Indian people would do it. People would fuck up everybody else, right? Yeah. But facts are facts, and when you say that America is helping all, the, I was having an argument with this guy yesterday when he was telling me that America helps all these countries over the world and what do we get back from it as Americans when we go and we give fine aid to all these countries and we help them and we protect them and I'm telling him so none of what you said is true Amer- I said America you know America acts in its interests I'm not even talking about when they go and they overthrow governments and stuff like that uh, for, well no, the first point I would make about one America is not acting in your interest they're acting in the interests of big companies multinationals and globals 
Bitcoin, right? And, and they're also, I mean, in some, in a lot of cases, they're also acting in the safe, in the interest of the safety of the United States. By, I would say no. Uh, nah. Very few incidents, very few things they do bear have bearing on the American people. Now, uh, no, I'm not talking about the people. I'm just talking about the sovereignty of the United States. I mean, uh, like, um, oh, what's a good example? Um, nobody can give me one. Well, okay, uh, like Cuba, for example. We're not really helping them, obviously, but we're really, certainly hurting them. We are hurting them, and that's because they're a communist nation that's right off our border, right? Which has nothing to do with anything. It affects America, no how, except for they're still fighting the Cold War and communism. Right. Twelve years later, and you're starving, you condemn people to the to generations to malnutrition, starvation, yeah, for nothing. Because Cuba has offers no threat to America, in they offer it, no threat to America. Well, except for the the time when they were going to put uh, back in the Cold War. Now, right, you're right, but back in the Cold War. So you deal with the situation then, right, and then you finish the situation. Yeah. Now that was actually not a, it's inexcusable. Yeah, I, I was thinking about uh, maybe maybe. Haiti and Haiti, America's actions in Haiti is after the earthquake. Uh, gen- well, no, this is before the earthquake because Haiti was a, was occupied by the UN, mostly American soldiers, before um, the earthquake. Years before, let's say for about seven, after, eight after years, after like Papadoc and seven, eight years, they've been and then they over. No, way after after Papadoc, but for the last um, for the decade for the odds, Haiti's basically been occupied by um, the UN. Namely, American soldiers, right? Led by America. Right. Um, America has overthrown several Haitian governments, the Aristide government, and, okay. and sent him to South Africa, right? right. And prevent, worked assiduously to prevent him from returning. America has done things to Haiti, like, um, for example, when one thing Aristide was trying to do was raise minimum wage for Haitian workers, and America stepped in and said no, because that's going to affect our garment industry. Right, you know things like that. Is how you put how is that, how is that protecting America and not some businessman as American citizens? How is that working for American citizens? Zero. That's something nobody can ever. I when you tell, just I want you to tell me American citizens. I'm not talking about America. The idea of some because they are protecting America, the corporations and America. The, but American corporations are also American. Uh, and and, and, and not, not, not only that, they're they're individuals too. They are individuals. In as regrettably, they seem to have um, what is it when you have several passes from several, from several different countries, dual citizenship, but yeah. but not dual. They seem to have citizenship now in several different countries. So therefore, they're not even American corporations. They're Global. Uh, we're gonna have to see the birth certificate. Yeah, global corporations, and they can hide their money all over the place, and they can hire workers all over, and they can follow good economies. So it doesn't even benefit America, you know. When they say things like as American corporation, it used to be that Ford was American corporation. Ford now has a significant percent of of its employee base outside of America, yeah. and then they don't bring the money back to America, so it's not an American corporation anymore. So what? Is your your tax dollars are being spent to support a military that is fighting for corporations? Because nobody's attacking America. I'm not talking about Bin Laden and the right. I'm right, talking no, about no countries. Well, yes, yeah. No well, countries. We're, we're getting in, e- economically attacked by China and 
in Japan and but I would say, but that is that is not I wouldn't say that's being attacked. That is you normal it's, you policy. Think it's attack? No, it's an attack. It's the same way that any country fights its own interests on the market. So shouldn't shouldn't China seek its own self interest? Yeah, but not against us. Who? Okay, right. Okay, okay. I, I'm getting the um. All right, so let me let me. Of course, it shouldn't. That is true. That is true. I'm, I'm see, see, see what I'm bro. saying? So, yes, they shouldn't seek the interest. <laughs> that, actually, the guy told me that yesterday. He's like, look at um, Japan. Look what Japan did to the American economy when they uh, took all our business. In the, <laughs> like and we, I was, it's like that we sent all of our business over I, there. Right, that's, that's exactly... You know, you playing devil's advocate. I'm so angry. It took me a long while to realize that you were doing that. <laughs> but he did say that yesterday to me. So, they, you know, he said, yeah, look at Japan. He didn't say China, but he said Japan... You know, attacking our economy and taking jobs. Well, not attacking, say attacking, but Japan taking all our jobs and all the um, technical, you know, industries. And, yeah. and I have to make that point. We know if we choose to follow free trade arguments and don't ask for recipro- reciprocity, right. that, and you give away all your, your, your creative capital um, and to Japan and sell out your small companies... In, in the name of free trade, what do you expect? You know, Jap- so shouldn't Japan try and makes you know yeah. yeah japan <laughs> japan's doing exactly what we would do what yes what do you used to do you yeah. know yeah, a little bit of protectionism yeah, do, yeah. yeah which is when which is what america should do to make the country strong demand that the you know if you i i say you should de- de- demand that the percentage you're as american a company as the percentage of employees within the borders you know right right and, and not just employees of the means of production and stuff like that. Right. You have to, you have to include that, right? Yeah. The people who make the shoes. So yeah. Nike is an American company yeah. because they have more people making shoes than they do have yeah. selling them necessarily. Well, yeah, they, yeah. They have more people. Yeah, the means of, the means of production also, like, you know, where you buy, like, the percentage of your material and stuff like that. Yeah. If you, or yeah. even, even the majority of man hours uh, yeah. put towards the business. Yeah. So yeah. if you have that 24 might be a hour... Measure. 24-hour shoe factories. That might be a better measure, yeah. yeah. That is, yeah. And then, then we tax you. We give, we put import taxes on you and treat you accordingly. Right. And that way, we will sort out a lot of stuff because everybody wants access to the American market. It's like out-of-state tuition. Yeah. Jack, oh my God, exactly <laughs> so. Like out-of-state tuition. Yeah. Let tell Nike that if they bring a shoe in, they're gonna have to pay forty. I'm just saying forty percent. I'm just paying. Yeah. yeah. They have to sell, pay forty percent to sell a shoe in America. Yeah. And let's see if they don't start making shoes in America. You know. They're, they're, they're well, I mean, they're they're selling. Uh, hundred, two hundred dollar pairs of fucking shoes. That they probably oh, sorry, cost. fucking two hundred dollar <laughs> pairs of shoes. How much? How much do those fucking two hundred dollar pairs of shoes cost uh, to make it? Like yeah, that, probably right? like thirty five cents or something. Right. And a good beating. And a good suppression beating. A couple of. Because I a couple of bowls of rice. I count the beating as a as a cap cost of capital as a you know one of a, as a capital investment though. Yeah. All right. So let's beat somebody speak, into submission. Speak about um, okay, oh, uh, wages and, and getting paid. Now, if if a company said, okay, we we're not going to pay you a lot, like like you're you're worth you know with your PhD, you're worth like a hundred and forty thousand dollars a year, you know, for us to do. But I would what argue, we're going to do for you? I would argue much more than that. Okay, well we're just we're just well, talking. Let's say two million. Let's say I'm worth two million a year, Gary, which is about lowballing okay. me. But I'm going to yeah, say I'm no, worth two million. I was, I was really low, lowballing it. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, for, for, for so a reason. two million a year. For a reason. 
So let's say, say, well, we can't, we can't pay that. But what we'll do is we'll, we'll buy you a house. We'll pay for the house. We'll pay for your living. Okay. You know, you have to, you know, live in the house. But is it my, I give immediate the title to the house? And stuff like that? No. They own the house. Oh, okay, okay. You know. And after, you know, after five or ten years, if you're tired of the house, we'll buy a new house. We'll move you into a new okay. house. Okay. Right. But we're not going to pay you $2 million a year. We're only going to pay you, you know, a quarter of that, like $500,000 a year. All right. But, you know, we'll, we'll cover all your expenses, mm-hmm. you know, to, you know, for a person of your stature. Yeah, yeah. So you don't get the Learjet, but you get to go on vacation for three weeks. Right. right. That kind of, okay. But yeah, that's going to come out of your money. Oh, that's going to out of my money. Yeah, yeah. Because we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna give you a place to stay. We're going to feed you. So you'll always have food and stuff like that. You know, you'll get paid a stipend. I don't know how this would work. I'm just right. saying yeah, about yeah, hypothetical, yeah, yeah. right? But, but they give you, like, a nice car, you know. You, 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 okay, you can buy a car up to $40,000, and you can buy a house up to $200,000 or $250,000, and we'll pay. We'll just buy that for you. Right, and if I want to add more... Right, then everything else will come out but, of your $500,000. But the house isn't mine. <clears throat> It's not no. my title and my deed. Is it, no. The car is not mine either. Uh, no. Okay. So, so if you get if you get fired or laid off or or you make yeah. a pass with the boss's wife, yeah, uh, inevitable. They will, <laughs> they will take they will take that because you'll no longer be in there for it's that. Yeah. But they're they're basically having. It's kind of like what they do in China, you know, where they they give them a place to sleep. But because it's in the United States, you can't just give them a. You, we can't give you a can. We have to give you a house, uh. right? Yeah, who, who would take that deal? Is what you're saying? Well, right now I would, but <laughs> <laughs> but given a given given getting paid, how much you think you should be paid? Would you take that deal? Is what you're saying? Yeah, I don't. Mm. I would say no, no. I'm, no, I'm saying given. So you offer two jobs. You have to put it up against you. Offer a job where you're being paid your two million, or you're being paid half a million, and you get me house and all that. Kind. What deal would you take? And I would rather be be paid. I, I'd rather take care of myself. Yeah, I would yeah. rather own my own house and that that kind of stuff. Yeah, listen, there is no substitute for for your own, you know. But let's say you've been unemployed for a while. Yeah, but yeah, but you're not giving me. You can't. Okay, so well, yeah, but when I have no other option, right? Of course, you take that. Right. Yeah. yeah so, absolutely. Which is what the Chinese people have. They have no other option. Right. So you have to take that. But when you are in a society, you live in a society that came from a place where there was a thriving middle class and stuff like that and you're not you didn't grow up you know in some sort of a communist um, hinterland of course you're not going you know that's not that's not what you want yeah. right but when if that's where we're going to as as a common the common term now is a race to the bottom that's where we're going to end up in this in this race to the bottom yeah because i was saying you know everyone's uh just horrified by socialism but effectively that's what you're going to have when the businesses rule everything because that's that's i can see them going okay yeah. you know we're gonna it's kind of like of the, course the people, it's cheap but the, during, during far, the yeah. 60s or the 50s when people were working for nasa and the government you know they had all this tract housing out in the middle of nowhere and that's where the people live but right? but that is i have to argue the the socialism socialism doesn't je- doesn't mean i would say that just because you're being cumulatively housed by a company. That's not socialism. Socialism is, it ha, is it's connected to populism and people uh, coming together and do things for themselves to support themselves. Like we have a stake in the communal support, you know, communal support and the communal safety net, right? Socialism is not the company 
is providing that is not is providing places us to stay and the company's gonna feed you know whatever. That's not socialism because you are not a beneficiary you're not a beneficiary nor are you putting input into your into your and other and other people's welfare social welfare. That is so that's not socialism. Right? You can't believe really housing is not socialism. It is mm. not. It's paternal. It is not. They could maybe say paternalism for one, but uh, kind of. But it's not socialism. Look at look at that. Because if you look up socialism, yeah, I, I, I know. I, yeah. I, we're, we're drawing a distinction uh, there. But if if you're being like okay, in in socialism, you're going to be uh, provided healthcare, uh, basic stuff, and it's a communal good, right? But they're not provided. You are part of the you are providing also you can't just you're provided and you're providing that, that's the thing with socialism though you right, are part it, but, of okay but in in the situation i'm describing it's effectively the same thing because you're providing a service for certain goods i mean right because you, you have you have people who are working say on the manhattan project who are living in a house out in the middle of the nevada desert right yeah provided by the military uh, or by the government by the government or by the contractors, right? And they're they're providing you healthcare, the whole thing. But right? it by no means that is socialism, though. Eh, no. you, you can't. You, I know. I know. But you, you have to. But you can't because that's a, to me that's a pernicious idea. Because if you go down the road where every sort of paternalism is seen as socialism, like I think there are some ideas that need to be clearly defined, and you need to stand on one side and say no. You know, this is what it is. Because the war, the war of ideas is very big. That's why yeah. one reason why Democrats keep lying. The war of ideas and the war of um of framing. You know, and that's why the, Demo- the Republicans come out and they frame whatever uh, frame entitlements as a dirty word or social as a dirty word, and then the left started using it because poor is a dirty word. So yeah. let's stop saying poor, and now there's no talk about the poor. Yeah. You know, you, you have to. There are certain certain things times you have to stop and say no. This is the word, and this is what it means. Yeah. In Orwell's '84, it was, he was clear to say, and you know, many other pressured people that um, words are used to define. Society, you know, yeah. it, it starts over defining some idea, but it's used to define is is more powerful than just some syllables strung together. Right, but you also have to have that common language and the common idea, so you know what you're talking about. Yes, of course, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, but, but yeah, I, I, don't, I agree. And the, but the common, the common idea, when you start, when you start to put that, take that word, and and it start changing the idea, you start changing reality too. Yeah. And like we don't, I, we don't. I struggle to understand it too. Well, it it, it always remi- it reminds me of uh, Kurt Vonnegut had a, has a quote and it says, you know, uh, we are who we pretend to be, so we must be careful who we pretend to be. Ah, right? and and that works perfectly yeah. in the situation because if you if you have a word and you start using that word differently, that is true. That you know, is true. You know, it carries carries the whole thing. Yeah, that's awesome. Let, I have another thing, one more thing for us to deal with. Um, what what? How are we for time? Uh, we're we doing, doing 40 minutes right Okay, now. so we can kind of wrap up with this. We don't have to go that long today. Um, unless you have something to talk about. Uh, no, no? I w- I've been pretty much uh, busy this last week. Yay. Uh, all right. Okay, so we'll be looking at the Arab Spring. Um, ah. And they were saying, why are you know, all these young people all over the world willing to stand up for themselves? And why are the American youth? Because no one else is. Right? <laughs> but why, is the, why don't the American youth fight back? And they're saying, how do the U.S. crush youth resistance? And they gave some reasons. Right? So, wait, wait. Why don't the U- United States yeah, youth, youth yes. fight back okay. against what? Okay, they're talking about okay things like um, they say, young America. This is and this is from the Independent, I N D Y Independent, 
Um, they say young American, Americans, even more so than older Americans, appear to have acquiesced to the idea that the corporatocracy can completely screw them and they're helpless to do anything about yeah. it. Yeah. Right? So, like a Gallup poll asked in 2010, do you think the social security system will be able to pay you a benefit when you retire? And among 18 to 34, 18 to 34-year-olds, 76% of them said no. Yet, despite their lack of confidence in the ability of social security for them, few have demanded that it be shored up by more fairly payroll tax in the wealthy. They say most appear resigned to have more money deducted from their pay, pay from their paychecks, even though they, they don't believe Social Security and Medicare <laughs> is going to really be a wrong for them. Right. So they, they, they resign themselves, you know. To, well, this is this is a question I have about Social Security before we go on. Yeah. I, so Social Security, you're you're not paying in. From what I understand, mm-hmm. you're not paying in. You're not socking that away. The, sto- no. the social security that you pay right now is a generational contract. It, it goes it goes to the people who are on it right now. Yeah, okay. generational. Yeah. So I don't understand why social security is having a, such a hard time because we're basic. They're still paying the same, effectively the same amount in, but we have more people paying in. And we're gonna have more and more people and yeah. more and more people. And, well, I think I think that people may start slowing down with the birth rate. Well, we hope because, so. I would hope so. Yeah, so, so the birth rate is going down, so at yeah. some point you're going to have less people paying right. in, and that's where the problem is going to come in. But no, but, but uh, right now, yeah. in for the next, okay, even to the time that I'm, you know, there's still people younger than me who are who have already started breeding. <laughs> so I know they're doing not, their bit for the rest of us. There's not yeah. going to be a shortage of people paying in. Uh, listen, as is, <laughs> to be clear, Social Security, and this is, again is the war framing. One, Social Security is not funded, does not contribute to the deficit. Right. So the Republicans already frame it like that, and the Democrats and Obama, this stupid fucking self, is falling along with that with that framing, right? So therefore, we lost that battle, and then every, so everybody now thinks that Social Security contributes to, to the deficit. It doesn't. Social Security is, in fact, we bails out the, the U.S. the rest of the U.S. government, and it's been dipped into right. many times. Social Security is perfectly funded for the next 25 years. Beyond that, it's fully funded. Beyond that, 50 years later, it is funded 92%. And beyond that, so that's beyond that 75 years, it is funded 76% or something like that for the next, I think, 50 years even beyond that. So if we can have a couple more wars and kill some people off, I'm golden. We, you're awesome. <laughs> you're awesome. Right, yeah, about ten years some um, social security. Yeah. Uh, anyway, oh yeah, you're, I'm getting the I'm, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting the little social security mailers saying that right, yeah, you get, know, if, if you get ready, if you can continue earning as much as you're not earning. Yeah, at one point I like I, go, I was gonna get like two thousand dollars a month, which is pretty good for a whole person. Pretty sweet, right? yeah. But uh, it's gone down since I have to work. <laughs> you gotta shovel some money in there. Gotta get some money in. You right? So so those that is a fact. Secondly, Obama. And that's why, as I said, you know Obama believes in the dissolution of the Social Security program. Obama, all those tax cuts that they keep passing, like, well, one of the tax cuts is a Social Security cut. Yeah. And then now he's proposing that, but I was on the employee side, now he's proposing that the employers get a Social Security tax break. Now, what this is going to do is reduce the money in the Social Security pool, yeah. thereby giving them a greater argument. So now... It might be that it's not funded at ninety percent for seventy-five years. It's funded at nine. It'll be funded at eighty percent now for sixty years because they're not adding to it now with all these tax breaks that they're getting, which gives people, gives them leverage to attack Social Security even more. Yeah. 
so they destabilize any program you know it's a cut any name of showing it up so right, that's so why i don't believe that obama really that's why i believe he's a writer he's very right and he, you know very very not center right to me he's very far right and he believes in the dissolution of social security and all the other safety nets well if we can if we can convince everybody of that and and i wonder if like this next Couple of months. We'll get back to it in a moment. Yeah. Uh, on this campaign trail, is it suddenly going to come out that oh, that actually Republican? Message. Oh, well, of course. And then like okay. I'm going to vote for him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm I'm both. But you voted for me already, a Democrat. So you might as well continue. Yeah. Because because who's running against me? No one. <laughs> yeah. No prime. Nobody prime. Well, primary Obama. Cool. That's and, not, that's why politics is to me is is horrible. For, if you can't primary somebody, right? You're like, okay, what, how far? Let's first off, we go talk about the best of the of two evils, the lesser of two evils as as regards to like politicians. I think if we continue doing the lesser of two evils idea, it's, it's just a, a inexorable slide to to the bottom. I think I think we should. I, from now on, I'm I'm voting for the worst of two evils because you know what? Because then, because what what's going to happen is if you do that, eventually you're gonna everyone's gonna have to rise up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you're gonna have to fight back. And the sooner the sooner that happens, the better. Yeah, thing. absolutely. I, I I see that argument because a lot of people are arguing that we should not vote for Obama, which I, I agree with. I, no, listen, who listen? Or who? Just look at what George, which is literally two wars though. Could you imagine? What is going to happen with these loons in government? With Perry, you know, <laughs> listen, it is going to be he's going to wreak unimaginable havoc on the American people. I agree that Obama is doing it at a slower clip, but did we, he make no mistake, there will be some jaw-dropping decisions made. Well, we're gonna we're gonna I mean we're gonna be in the shit. Uh, right. Just soon, anyway, without even the loans, just because we're gonna start bringing back all these guys who were supposed to be weekend warriors, who don't have jobs. Oh yeah, the um, no, no, you know, he's not gonna, we're gonna bring them back. He's gonna send them to um, Afghanistan. You think they're gonna bring all those Iraqi soldiers here and have them unemployed and get them out of the army? Oh hell yeah, perpetual war, Gary. You don't, they're not gonna discharge. You think they're gonna one? They're gonna bring the war I home. I doubt. Yeah. That's something I want. Yeah, two, three, yeah, one. So let's go. Let's let's see things that they're going to do with those soldiers. One, they're not going to dis- they're not going to be discharged. And no, they're going to bring them back and either one send them to Afghanistan, two start a new war somewhere, so, somewhere with darker skin, I imagine. You will. You know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking South Africa. Yeah, somewhere. Though. Somewhere. Not right, South Africa. 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 Just yeah, Africa. Not, not South Africa. African continent. I you know, said or three, as I said, bring the war home and start deploying them on U.S. soil and stuff like that, and claim it's and finally a, get those FEMA death camps going. Can't wait, <laughs> Dallas prison. Oh, by the way, you know, talking about prison, they're doing a bang up job of you know the literally the captive consumers in the prison. You, I hear they're charging prisoners now in certain states for like underwear. So I commit a crime and I still have to pay for then so if I leave prison with a bill, how do I make the money to pay that bill now? Yeah. Do I have to go out and commit more crimes now just to pay off my prison bill? But yeah, the charging prisoners are all sorts of things now and like for game time and it's it's the you know it's fantastic. Uh, I don't know. I got no answer for prisons or killing people in prisons or anything. You have literal 
Well, listen, I, I believe in, in, in rehabilitation. I believe. In- oh, well, I, I definitely believe in that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a, a pro death penalty person at all. Right. I, I, I wouldn't argue. So to me, if I had, if I had I murdered somebody and they put me, in, I would rather die because I would yeah. couldn't live there. I would rather you execute me like in the next two days. Yeah, get rid of. Yeah, I'm done because I don't. I can't see how people cling to life so tenaciously, and if you're being put into isolation, you're driving a sewer your mind, you're feeding you slop, you're drinking toilet wine. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, what is what is the joy in life? There are no women. You can't. Make love to a woman. You can't see a beautiful woman. You can't see the sky. You can't see the trees. I don't know, but uh, the human so, uh, condition. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, we got off off track. Way off track. <laughs> we're gonna be injudiciously rambling. <laughs> this is true. At gmail.com. We, we we stick we stick up to our name. That's what I'm saying. We did that deliberately. Okay, so eight reasons why young Americans don't fight back. One, student loan debt, large debt, and the fear it creates is a pacifying force, and that is true. That is true. When you have debt hanging over your head and you have you have to be compliant. Yeah. Alright? And student debt is like one what one of the debts that you can't um what do you call it? For not write off, what do you call it? Um you can't get rid of it through bankruptcy or anything like that. Right. Student debt stays with you for the rest of your life. Well, you know, there was a there was a, a call to action because I, I I do one of you know, those email lists that say, hey, sign this petition, you know, to do this. And one of them was, have, have Obama, uh, uh, what's, what's it, what's it called when you, when you give, give, uh, give away the debt, um, cancel, cancel, yeah, have, have, have Obama cancel student loan debts. Yeah, that would be an excellent thing to do. Really? Because I'm thinking, what? And then students will just rise up. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know. But I was saying, it's a pacifying force. You'll never do that. But that's a no. good thing to do. Instead of forgiving the banks, that way you help, Forgiveness. help the people. Help the people. Yeah, forgive some student debt. Even though it will be just one sector of society yes, helping. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I, don't know if, I don't know if you should forgive it because then maybe it renegotiate so it's not as, as heavy. But Well, they can't pay it because people have no jobs. I mean, well, well, why not? But they forgive the bank. You see, that's why I don't understand why, is, why we have issues when individuals and the common man gets a break but we, the banks have been getting breaks they're getting yeah. the government is giving them money so and they give oil companies money and the big you know everybody gets money why can't you why can't you forgive homeowners their debt or students their debt or pay off the debt why, why can't you do that huh <laughs> well in fact you know, if you want to help the banks or benefit the banks right pay off twenty five thousand dollars of everybody's student debt huh? so the banks get money because they're getting paid off the students getting, the citizenry is getting uh, help because they're getting debt forgiven, eyes off their mind, and they're being encouraged to go and spend. I don't see why couldn't you have done that, or pay, pay off homeowners mortgages for homeowners who lost their job, you know things like that. I'm gonna pay off every mortgage up to ten thousand dollars or fifteen thousand dollars. The banks still get get money that they weren't yeah. gonna get, right? The homeowners get a benefit. Everybody sort of win. It's a sort of a win-win. But no, I'd rather give the bank all the money directly and then have them not lend it back to anybody because interest rates are too low. So, you know, why should the bank lend me money now when the interest rates are so low? The yeah, bank, you know. Yeah, because you're unemployed. No, no, How are you going to pay it back? <laughs> no, no, I'm saying, even if I have money, even if, I, even if I'm employed, why should the bank lend me money and interest rates are this low? Yeah. Because they have little profit to make. Yeah. It's better for them to go and speculate with the money, right? 
But instead of then, they put it in Wall Street because yeah. it's doing gangbusters. Right it is now. doing gangbusters, right? Um, We're on three now, four. The number two. two. They say Medicaid's a non-compliance. Um, all you know, given they say like children who are in school who tend to be a little bit um, fractious, you know, they tend to be the uh, right. yeah, they tend to be the ones who maybe later in life might be you know might carry that on into society and might stand up against the the status quo and things like that. So you medicated out of you with all sorts of um drugs. You know, Zyprexa and Risperdal and all of them. Uh, I kinda kinda wish I was uh, on drugs. Yeah. I would what I wouldn't do for a spot of drugs right now. Is that how you say it? Sure. A spot of drugs. Spot of drugs. <laughs> right? No okay. Number three, schools that educate for compliance and not for democracy. Mm. So, as I said, the schools teach you uh, to... Teach not, you to test. Right? And not to ask questions, not to yeah. research, not to, uh, you know, trying to f- be skeptical and all that sort of stuff. So. Yep. Awesome, right? Not taught how to think. Even and I don't know how this one is separate from how point number four is separate from number three, but I think the person just wanted to get the number wanted to get ten points. Because it <laughs> couldn't possibly get nine points. Because he puts now Yeah, because ten is ten is the top ten. Oh, okay. is, you know. Ten yeah. is the number here. A number of completion or something. Yeah. So no child left behind and race to the top is point number four, which is pretty much the point same number three. Thing, yeah. Alright, so I'm not gonna elucidate on that. Number five shaming young people who take education seriously <laughs> for example the whole nerd culture and and anti-scientific you know that's really 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 important yes no i agree uh I, in fact who was i talking to the other day about how it used to be pretty cool to be a scientist type and it's kind of coming around scientists are becoming rock stars and stuff okay you know because you have brian cox you have neil degrasse tyson uh, like in the skeptical atheist type movement, right? But yeah, that's among nerds, though. Yeah, well, it's nerds, you know, checking out nerds, yeah, right? Yeah, liking but, each other. We 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 still appreciate but, but, each other. But that wasn't popular. But like Brian Cox, um, physicist you know, from Britain, mm. he's well known outside, just because he's he he used to be like a rock star. He he used to be in a band, mm. right? Uh, fairly, I won't say fairly. It's you know. But, Somewhat popular, but but he did that, and now he's a physicist, and so he has a a way to speak to people and popularize, kind of like Carl Sagan. But 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 you Cosmos. think you think this is being um, relayed downwards? Because we're talking about the, the when this is done to you in your youth, and the system, the systemic. Um, I know it's it's efficient, but it's starting to change. Is my point. But it, but I, I'm not. But you said but it's, it's changing the top. You're saying is it changing the top? And then it should then trickle down. Because I'm talking about, the way I'm viewing this is, and really wrote, is it shame in people who take education? Like when you oppress students in school who have a more academic bent, right? You're starting something there that, right. that permeates upward through society and these attitudes grow with people, right? Yeah. Now, I, you know, you're talking about, there's this culture changing at the top, at, at, for elder people, and then it's helping change the youth? No. I, I'm saying that they're going after the youth because... They're they're doing uh, programming on not in the United States necessarily, but like Discovery and yeah. BBC, uh, and now with the internet, it's getting disseminated. Um, but like they're they're going to do another series on Cosmos, 
with Neil deGrasse Tyson. And I remember Cosmos when I was a kid. Yeah. Stuff like that will make it cool to want to know stuff. Also, a lot of, not American comedians again, but British comedians, Dara O'Brien, um, uh, David Mitchell, uh, and uh, Stephen Fry, and all these are intellectual comedians. Unfortunately, Carlin is now dead. <laughs> but there's a lot of comedians now who are doing sort of scientific... Uh, I wouldn't say scientific, but skeptical type of jokes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think I think it's, it's coming around that it's smart people are getting in the public eye. People who, it's, who are cool and intelligent. Not just, you know... You, you, Jersey Shore. Right. It's like the antithesis to Jersey Shore. Well, I, I would hope so, and I would also hope that because this has to do with a concerted effort at also getting rid of the anti-intellectual climate, but from yeah. young, from parents telling their children it is important to be smart and to do yeah. best, and you want to get the kids involved with it because you a lot of yeah a lot of kids get. But, but the, and the way to do that really is to get rid of the standardized testing, the multiple choice test, because you don't people kids learn in different ways, and right. so you have to let the teachers start doing their job of teaching and figuring out how to teach the kids in their class. Right, you know? I agree with that. But but I'm, but this they, but this one I'm talking about is but I'm talking this. You want to get rid of the nerd, dork, smart kids is, is bad yeah. stigma, and that the cool kids are the athletes and that kind of thing. You want to. And this is something I think parents have to do, have more of an input in. I agree. Treating the children to be desirous of. But I think I think if if also the the parents see like like the comedians, they're adult comedians, you know, they say, well, that guy's rather intelligent. And then the kids gonna go, oh, that guy's intelligent. So anyway, from, continue. From all mouth to God's ear. Yeah. All of this, I because that is a huge problem. I think that is many bias. Yeah, I agree. And that's when when we grow. When, we need to ban. We need to ban football in Texas. We do. We do. <laughs> to ban all sports. Fuck you and that shit. I love football. <laughs> okay. The normalization of of surveillance, and yeah. you see, surveillance is becoming. Have become. You see, young Americans have become increasingly accustomed to corporatocracy surveillance because yeah, surveillance but... is routine. For example, his parents routinely <coughs> checks websites for their kids' latest test grades and completed assignments, and just like their employers are monitoring their children's Facebook and computer pages. Some children's parents are using GPS in their children's phones, and parents have video cameras in their homes, and increasingly he talk with young people who lack the confidence that they can even pull off a party when their parents are out of town. Right. That is a sin and a shame. Right. And, but there's also the opposite where kids are also far more likely to put stupid stuff up on Facebook and on social media. So they're not even afraid of that. You know, they don't realize that doing that's going to... Because it's part of their culture. But that's not surveillance. That no, is... no, I know. But but it's it's just, it's just the opposite side of the coin because they don't care. I would... I mean, they care if their parents see that they're they're you know that, having sex on their I bed. I would say that's even but... a shame. <laughs> you know, that's too, I would say that's different. Like you can't you know they can't create surveillance with the me um the whole thing where everybody. Uh, it's it's, that, it's the fear I'm, fear of authority. I'm versus, but yeah. that's 
you know, yeah, you probably versus the ego boost of putting your shit on. Yeah, like, some crap yeah, about authority yeah. has nothing to do with Facebook. Yeah, we, I, I think about no, no, for us, for us, the fear of authority. To me, because I we know that Facebook and anything you do in Google, they build in a library yeah. of you. So that is yes, we I agree to you. That is um, that is surveillance. Anything you put out there is surveillance, or any web search you do, you're being so. But I'm talking from the kids' point of view, they thinking about it from me, me, me. I can get me out there, yeah. and it's, for them that is not um, not lack of fear of authority. Because they don't, most no, people. I, I agree. Most people don't know that they, they they have profiles, right? Detailed profiles stored all over the um and, and servers all over the place about their buying habits right. and their their talk, who they're talking to and their French habits and their topic habits and the 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 articles that they forward on Facebook and they tweet. They don't know that they have huge profiles. So grown-ups don't know it. Yep, that's true. So, and is, the kids don't know it either. Yeah, no, the grown, if the grown-ups don't know it, the kids don't know it. Yeah. But most grown-ups, I would say 9 out of 10 grown-ups don't know that. Uh, uh, the only people like care. us, who people, when I talk about it, they look at me like if I'm paranoid. <laughs> See, almost everybody I've told about this, they always look at me like, really? Well, 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 not so much as if I'm paranoid, but they always, almost are unaware Right, and, oh. and and then the, a lot of their attitude is, well, if you're not doing anything bad, you shouldn't. It's the same. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, oh my god. That is horrible. Yeah. The, yeah. Just wait till it becomes bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah until somebody decides what you're doing is bad. It doesn't even have to be bad. Yeah, the hilarious thing is, we're putting this up on uh, iTunes later. Yeah, <laughs> Meanwhile, we can. My name is George else. Stephanopoulos, and this is. Uh, a guy from Fox News. <laughs> I'm from Fox News. <laughs> What are those guys and what are those programs? Okay, so they also said television. American children are pacified by television. We don't even have to analyze that. Yeah. You know, fundamentalist religion because I'm, American kids do watch more television. You know, than, oh yeah. yeah. So studies, okay. And then of course the messages that are being put out by the television are pacifying and all that. We do have to go. You know, that is like simple stuff. Television's right. bad for your brain. So is the internet, really. But and the last one, which is number eight, is fundamentalist religion and fundamentalist consumerism. <laughs> American culture offers young Americans choices of those two: fundamentalist religion, fundamentalist consumerism, and all varieties of con- fundamentalism narrows one focus and inhibits critical thinking, which is true. Which goes back to some earlier uh, step three. <laughs> Chris, you could just put religion, but fundamentalist yeah, position. Yeah, me, yeah. I would, I would just have put religion. Yeah. Of the. But you have to, you have to be clear because fundamentalism, uh, is you know, I think because that, that's serious religion, <laughs> as opposed to you know the the white bread uh, religion that yeah. most people go through, like, which I'm is a just Catholic, but I never go to church uh, ever. Yeah. But you know what? No, I, we, I believe in God and the Ten Commandments and can't name them. Something about not killing people and not eating fish. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, is that it? I think those are two commandments. Yeah. Which I, yeah, I'm not sure I like going to church that much, though. But I will have a Catholic. I must have a Catholic wedding. <laughs> you know, that kind of... Hey, those kind of Christians, I don't and mind. And we're going to bring the... You know, any kids, we're going to bring them to church. 
until they're, you know, old enough. Once they get confirmed and they can figure it out on their own, and I'll go back to drinking on Sundays. Yeah, and watching football. Or Wednesday afternoons. Or yeah, yeah, those kinds aren't as bad. Well, But they're pretty horrible, too, though, because they completely because they, support. Yeah, because and, and they think that they are. They're fun to argue with because they have no idea what they're talking about. I, I had a friend... Um, uh, I told her about the transubstantiation, you know, where in, mm. in Catholicism, for those of you at home who don't know what it is, um, where the the wafer actually becomes the body of Christ and the and the wine actually becomes the blood of Christ. It magically changes because of the incantation set over it. And I had a Catholic girl, she said, we don't believe that. I'm like, the hell you don't. <laughs> Wait, she didn't. I, I tried to explain what? She refused to believe that she, that c- Catholics believe in trans- transubstantiation. Dude, that must have been <laughs> sweet, though. That... Oh, I was just like, dude, if I can find my catechism, I'll sh- fucking show you. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, but actually, you see, when they really know, when people really know the crap that they're supposed to be supporting, even though I said anybody who's still a Catholic after the system of systemic rape, you know, rape, what was it? Systemic like reaping of young boys yeah. and buggery and bug and covering up of the buggery and perpetuation yeah. of the buggery. You know, it, it is it is a part this part and parcel of the Catholic Church as far as yeah. I'm concerned, right? From the highest to the lowest. If you are remain a Catholic, I don't have much respect for you as a human being. Yeah. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's many things. There are many things a religion can do, and I can give you a pass on it. But when you that one and you stick with them. It's not just ten priests were doing it in every, yeah. in almost every Catholic diocese all over the world, with your Pope and everybody is a. And, and it's actually not. It's not just uh, the Catholics. Apparently, there were some uh, Hasidic Jewish people doing that, and uh, really? Buddhist, some Buddhist sects that were covering it up. Well, young boys. Yeah, same thing. It's the same thing. I never heard that. I never yeah. heard that. No, it doesn't doesn't get out. But I mean, but was it? Well, no, but okay, this is it. And recently, not like was it? But was it a organizational effort to quiet it? Have and you heard to about it? Fire. Uh, <laughs> 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 See, approved. I'm Point thinking. proven, Gary. <laughs> okay. I, I haven't think, heard th- about it, so it must be. I think I think bit. it'll probably break because I just I read about that. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago. So, but I'm not sure what it happens in one. No, 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 no. Like Nick, the, the Jewish one that I heard was actually in a couple of uh, different um, temples. I was gonna say mosques, but that would have been wrong. <laughs> in temples, so yeah. Uh, look, look for the next year. Right? We'll probably have a big scandal on the Jewish people. Oh, and that'll that'll be great for the conspiracy nuts, right? Because. Because it's the Jews are the problem anyway, right? <laughs> well, so suddenly, suddenly you have the uh, systemic not not as you know probably as bad as the Catholics, but it'll probably no, be it's bad enough. I well, it's bad, but I think if that was happening, maybe like in under one priest, under one rabbi who had a network of like 10 temples or whatever, whatever, right? Yeah. Then I could say, you know what, this is one person. Oh, yeah, just one it, area. I, I don't think it was just one area, but I'll, I'll have to go back and look at, look, find the article. Yeah. And, and this, you know what, this happens in every religion. So I'm just, I'm just casting aspersions. No, which is fine. 
Uh, but I'm just saying, but this, you know what happens in that religion. I am not saying there aren't rogue elements, but ca- I mean, we do know Catholicism. It happened, right. and they did it and as they, in they practice. Hit it, and they said that yes. they that they weren't allowed to go to the cops, and we'll just yes. we'll just take care of it internally. Yes. And yeah. they didn't. And or it, actually, well, they they thought they did by moving the person to another place to give them a new meat. yeah yeah and. They say, look at that, look at this, you know what, past uh, Father Thomas, you, you pretty much ran through um, all the young boys in this area, you know, let's carry you and let you shop in a new market, right? Uh, I cannot respect a Catholic. No. Yeah, you, you, can't, you, you can't explain away that and you can't say, well, we li- no. There no. is no excuse. When your Pope... When your Pope was the guy responsible Chief for Chief Suppressor. That. Uh, and, and, in and all of his all of his uh, people think that he's the most holy, basically because of that. The voice of God. Um, I'm I'm thinking that there's a big problem there, guys. <laughs> if God, if I could do that and God still uses me as His voice, and you believe that, I your con people, what is your conscience like? You know, you you must have a cast iron conscience. Yeah. She laid no He's doing a Snoopy. All uh, right. Well, on, on that note, au revoir. Cheers. Injudiciousramblings at gmail.com and injudiciousramblings.blogspot.com. Although we don't really blog, so <laughs> don't worry about it. Cheers. If you enjoy Injudicious Ramblings, leave a review at iTunes or send us an email at injudiciousramblings at gmail.com or at injudiciousramblings.blogspot.com. The theme was written and recorded by Oscar Lawrence.